One of my most memorable childhood worship services happened on Good Friday. The tradition of my childhood church was that the priest would travel around the block with a cross on his back and he would carry it up the stairs of our church and walk down the center aisle with thorns on his head, walking very slowly, carrying the cross to come to the platform and then place this gigantic cross into the brackets with a loud boom scattered throughout, echoing throughout our worship facility. And, and, and in that moment, as a child, I, I vividly remember the sacrifice that Jesus made on our behalf for us. And I can remember those services that I went to as a child. And as I prepared for this evening's Good Friday worship service, I was sitting with my children over a meal. And I asked them what they remembered about our Good Friday worship service just last year. And they were all ready to respond. Uh, One child immediately said the foot washing. Dad, I remember when I was up in the pew and you came and you washed my feet. And another child said, I remember lighting a candle. We had candles up here that we could light in, in prayers for people that we knew needed our prayers. And another child said, I remember the, the uh, sand where we could write our sins in the sand and then shake them, expressing and experiencing God's forgiveness. And then my last child said, I remember when I took communion for the very first time up on the platform with you and with mom. I remember Good Friday. I remember that time that we had to reflect upon the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's our desire for you this evening, that this would be a memorable memorable time for you and for your children and for your family. We have stations designed for you to contemplate the cross, to contemplate the person of Christ and the sacrifice that he made for you. In the back, there is a section here where you can take communion. You can come as a family. You can come as a community group. You can come as an individual. But there are simple directions here for you to read, if you would like, and then receive communion. Over here, we have some water in basins designed for you to come and wash someone's feet. I know that might sound a little bit odd, a little bit awkward. But Jesus' words were clear. After he washed his disciples' feet, he said, go and do likewise. The humility of our Savior, the, the, the washing of our feet, it's a wonderful exercise that you can experience and the way that you would simply do is you'd go to a friend or you'd go to a family member and say may i wash your feet and all you would do is you would just take a rag and you would put it in the water no feet need to be in the buckets and you just wash the feet and you can place the towel right over here and then once again there are words here that you can reflect upon and then the opposite side we have sand once again reflecting upon the story of the woman caught in adultery and jesus wrote in the sand And taking that as a storyline for us to question, I wonder what Jesus wrote in that sand. And I wonder if we can participate in this Good Friday, the one that took our sin, just to write in the sand with your finger a sin, to confess your sin, and then shake it so that those sins are washed away. And then finally up here, instead of having candles to light, to pray, we have a set of um, oil designed for you to come. There'll be people here that will pray with you. And oil is a symbol of the power of the Holy Spirit. And maybe you're here today and you're sick and you're in need of healing. 
Or maybe you're here today and you're going through a very difficult challenge at work or at home and you need to be empowered by the Spirit. There will people be here to pray for you, to pray with you, to anoint you with oil, symbolizing God's Holy Spirit, empowering you, healing you, comforting you during this season of your life. So there are four simple stations. You can do one, you can do them all, or you don't have to do any. If you're here today and you just want to sit and reflect upon the cross, music will be playing. You can open up your Bible. You can read the scriptures. You can participate through singing. Or you can just sit and reflect upon the sacrifice that Jesus made for you, for us. There'll be a place for you to wash someone's feet. You can receive communion. You can receive prayer. You can confess sin. This is designed for you to have a memorable moment with your Heavenly Father, with your Savior in this community. And as a way for us to prepare, I just want us to reflect upon the story of Christ and in John chapter 19. And the way I'm just going to I'm just going to read this story. And I'd like you just to close your eyes and try to imagine this scene unfolding as Jesus was sentenced to be crucified. Please listen as I read God's word found in John chapter 19. Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. And the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and they put it on his head. And they clothed him in a purple robe and they went up to him again and again saying, Hail, King of the Jews! They struck him in the face. And once more Pilate came out and said to the Jews, Look! I'm bringing, out, I'm bringing him out to let you know that I find no basis for a charge against him. And when Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, Pilate said to them, Here is the man. And as soon as the chief priests and their officials saw him, they shouted, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate answered, You take him. And crucify him. As for me, I find no basis for a charge against him. But the Jews insisted, we have a law. And according to the law, he must die because he claimed to be the son of God. When Pilate heard this, he brought Jesus out and he sat down on the judge's seat. At a place known as the stone pavement. And it was on the day of the preparation of Passover week, about the sixth hour. Here is your king. Pilate said to the Jews, but they shouted, take him away, take him away, crucify him. Shall I crucify your king? Pilate asked. We have no king but Caesar, the chief priest answered. And finally, Pilate handed him over to them to be crucified. And so the soldiers took charge of Jesus, carrying his own cross. And he went out to the place of the skull. And here they crucified him. And with two others, one on each side, and Jesus in the middle. In Isaiah chapter 53, the passage we read earlier this evening, we read this. Surely he took our infirmities and carried our sorrows. Yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, 
we are healed. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each one of us has turned his own way and the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. There's a picture I'd like you to reflect upon this evening. It's a painting painted by Matthias Grunenwald in a monastery of St. Anthony. And in the monastery of St. Anthony, it was a place where those that had skin disease would come to be cared for. And if you look carefully on, uh, on upon Jesus, you'll notice his skin is full of diseases. It's full of illness. It's full of wounds. And it's a perfect picture for all of us who have sicknesses, who have illnesses, who have sin in our lives, knowing that Jesus bore our sin. He bore our sickness. He bore whatever brings you here today that you think prevents you from knowing God. He took that upon himself. The iniquity of us all was upon Jesus. All our sickness, all our shame, all our sin. He bore it all on the cross. God demonstrated his love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And this evening, we reflect upon the suffering. We reflect upon the cross. We contemplate the cross of Christ once again. And I invite you to participate in this Good Friday worship service as a community group, as an individual, as a family with a group of friends, by washing one another's feet, by receiving the bread and the cup, by receiving prayer and confessing your sin. Or just rest in the presence of God and sing these worship songs as you feel led. But now let me pray for us, and then you are invited to participate in any of our four stations. Would you join me in prayer? Gracious God and Father, we are so humbled by the words of Scripture. He who had no sin became sin for us. He bore it all, the iniquity of us all. We deserve to die. We deserve to hang on the cross. But you bore our sin. You bore our shame. You bore our sickness, Jesus. And we are so thankful. You took our sin and we receive your righteousness. And so we, as we gather this Good Friday, we reflect upon the sacrifice that you made on our behalf, Jesus. We give you thanks and we ask that once again you would come and minister to us. That you would shape our understanding of your sacrifice. That, that, that cost of the cross. That song that we sing. We'll never know how much it costs to see you on that cross. May we get a glimpse this evening of the price that you paid for each one of us. I pray in Jesus name. Amen. You're invited to any of the four stations now.
draw me to my knees so we can talk. Let me feel your breath. Let me know you're here with me. God's great love for us and in, in a song with really powerful text about just that how deep the Father's love for us and 
What's especially poignant tonight is when we think about why should I gain from his reward? I cannot give an answer, but this I know with all my heart. His wounds have paid my ransom. And considering those wounds, and just like Chad said earlier, just considering the weight of what Christ bore for our sake.